0: Lord again this morning. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. His joy is unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. Well, what a mighty God we serve. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Oh, the angels bow before Him. Heaven and earth adore Him. What a mighty God we serve. Oh yes now, what a mighty God we serve. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Well, the angels bow before Him. Heaven and earth adore Him. What a mighty God we serve. Well, what a mighty God we serve. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Well, the angels bow before Him. Heaven and earth adore Him. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, yes, now, what a mighty God we serve. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Will the angels bow before Him? Heaven and earth adore Him. What a mighty God we serve. Will, what a mighty God we serve. Oh, what a mighty God we serve! Well, the angels bow before him, heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. God, I thank you, Jesus. You are mighty, you are great, and greatly to be praised, God, in the city of our God, in the mountains of his holiness, beautiful for situations, the joy of the whole earth. Mount Zion on the side of the north, the city of the great king. Praise God. He is worthy of our praise this morning. He's worthy of all the glory and honor that you could ever thank. Uh, praise God. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come... They were all in one accord in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, uh, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now dwelling at Jerusalem was Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven, and when this was known abroad, the multitude who came together and was confounded in that they heard every man speak in their own language. And there was a maze and marvel saying one to another, Are not all these which speak Galileans? And how we hear every man in our own tongue, wherein we was born, Perthians and Medes and Elamites and dwellers of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, Phagia, Pamphylia, and Egypt and parts of Libya about Cyrene. strangers of Rome, Jews, proselytes, Greeks, and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our own tongue, the wonderful works of God. And they was amazed and doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Others mocking, said these men were full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said, You men of Judea and all you that dwell at Jerusalem, be it known unto you and hearken unto my words, for these are not drunken, as you suppose, seeing it is but of the third hour of the day But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, that I will pour out of my spirits upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, and upon my servants and handmaidens will I pour out of that day of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I shall show wonders in the heavens above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapors of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, And the moon and the blood before that great and notable day of the Lord shall call. Amen. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And this is that day that God is pouring out His Spirit upon all flesh. Amen. You can be born again. You can be refilled. You can be renewed. You can be restored. You can be delivered. Everything that God promised. Amen. And His Word can come to pass in fruition in your life today. Whatever you have need of, God's got it. All you have to do is just ask and believe, because he that cometh to God must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Praise God. So what do you have need of this morning. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer, so whatever your needs are, I want you to take them to the Lord, amen, this morning, and believe Him, amen, that He will answer, amen. The Bible says He'll work if we let Him, so let's let Him work this morning, amen. Father, we come to you again today. Lord, I know there is nothing impossible for you to do, Lord God. You were wounded for our transgressions, and you were bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace is upon you and with your stripes uh, we are healed. God, you have given us exceeding precious promises uh, and your word to call upon you in the time of trouble, and you would hear us and deliver us, and we will glorify your name. Uh, We know, God, that there's nothing hidden from you. We know that. That you know all things that we have need of before we ever ask of thee. And we just put our trust in you and we cast our cares upon you this morning, oh God. I pray for the discouragers today, God, that you would touch them. I pray for the, the widows and the children, oh God, today, that you would touch them again this morning. Oh Lord, that you would reach down, oh God, uh, that you would make ways where there seems to be no way, God. Uh, that your word will be fulfilled inside of every life, in every heart, in every home, in every family, oh God. Uh, we look to you, God, today, oh God. Uh, I pray that you will root out all wickedness and evil before us, oh Lord. We look to you again today. We come to Magnify you, Jesus. We come to build you up, Jesus. We come to declare your name and your glory and your power, O God, for the cause the heavens declare the glory of the Lord, and your firmaments show forth your handiworks, O God. Uh, And we look to you, Jesus, again this morning, O God, uh, because there's no God but you, Jesus, and if you don't do it, God, it's not going to happen, O Lord. Uh, We look to you, God, some trust in chariots and some in horses but we will remember the name of the Lord, our God. Uh, They are brought down and fallen, Father, but we are risen, and we are going to stand upright. Uh, Oh, God, I thank you, Jesus, this morning. Jesus, uh, oh, God, fulfill your promise to your people today, Lord God. Uh, Renew, restore, uh, exalt today, oh, God, in the hearts of men today. Uh, Break the strongholds, break the chains uh, that it tries to bind, oh, God, your people today, Lord. Set free. Let wholeness flow uh, from the throne of grace, O oh God, and the throne of mercy. Uh, o oh God, let your will be accomplished this morning. Uh, let wholeness take place uh, in the body of Christ today. Oh, we love you, Jesus. You are everything to us, oh, God, and you're so much more. And I thank you, Jesus, that I can come into your presence with thanksgiving, and I can enter your courts with praise, being thankful unto thee and blessing your name, for you are good, and your mercy is everlasting, and your true Father will endure to all generations. And I thank you, Lord, again and again. For being with us today, God, I feel your presence, I feel your love, and I feel your kindness, in Jesus' name, amen. And you may be seated this morning, we want to get right into our lesson, amen. We're looking in Second John this morning again, amen, and this epistle that John has written to us, we can never forget. Amen. The reasons why he wrote these these epistles to us. Amen. He wants to add to our joy. Don't ever forget that. God's word is always designed to add to us. Amen. Even Peter tell us to add to our faith. Amen. And so we want to have more joy in our lives as a Christian going on this journey, man. What an awesome journey we are on. We are venturing, we are seeing things that we have never seen before. All this is leading us to that great land of promise yonder beyond the sky. So he wants to add to our joy. He told us he wants to help us to guard against sin. We don't want to have sin in our lives because we know that sin cannot enter there. And so the word of God is designed to help us to avoid sin from getting into our lives. The word of God is kind of like a safety net, if I could put it that way, so that it enlightens to allow you to be able to see the things that is not like God so that you can avoid those things and keep it out of your life. Amen. As David said, the Psalms rather said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and is a light unto my pathway. And so therefore we got to be able to see sin for what it is and how it's coming. Amen. And so we have to be able to have a network or, or, our safety string to protect us, and that's what God's Word does. And the third reason, he says, he wants to guard us against false prophets and false teachers uh, because Jesus says that in the last days there will be many false prophets and false teachers that will come in to the world and deceive many, and even the very elect, if they're not stable and steadfast, can be led astray by men of falseness and false teachers and false prophets. So we have to be aware of that. And then the fourth reason, he says, is that he wants to strengthen our faith. Amen. We, we want to have solid faith. We want our faith to, to be so strong in Christ that nothing shall be able, as Paul said, to separate us from the love of God. We want to be strong in our faith and our walk with God. Amen. We want to put our trust in him and not lean to our own understanding. We want strong, mature faith. we got to mature in the things of God. And and then he says, so that we know that we have eternal life. Amen. And that's the overall uh, premise of this race is to cross that finish line to hear him be able to say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Enter the joy of... ...of the Lord which was prepared for you from the foundation of the earth. Amen. And so John is trying to enlighten us here to keep us on that tr- on that track and on that course that God has already put us on. When we come into the knowledge of the revelation of truth, when we realize that we have been born again of the water and the spirit, now we must walk in newness of life. Now John in this second epistle here, he's stressing two things and he's as we saw last week, he's talking about love and Truth. Amen. Because Jesus is both for those things. Jesus is love and Jesus is the truth. Amen. And so therefore, if we say, John says, he abides in us, then we should be walking the same way that he walked. Amen. Our lives should be the reflection of Jesus Christ. Amen. We should be walking the exact same way that he walked. And that's why the Lord says, stand ye and ask, where's the old paths? Where's the good way? And walk therein, and you'll find rest for your soul, Jeremiah 6.16. We've got to stay in love and truth, because everything about this walk is in that two things is love and truth god is love and god is truth so john is saying here amen that we need to walk according to that we says that we are in verse 5 of second john he says and i beseech you dear lady and we saw the lady we are referred to the church not as though i wrote A new commandment unto you, but that which you had from the beginning, that ye love one another. Now, notice here, he says, I'm begging you, I'm asking you, I'm pleading with you, church. Now, I'm not going to write you a new commandment. There's no new commandments going to be written. The commandments has already been written from the beginning. It was thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and thy neighbor as thyself. Jesus says in Matthew 22, 40, On these two commandments hangs all the law and the prophets. Amen. So it's not going to be a new commandment. Now Daniel tells us in Daniel 7, 25... Daniel says that they shall speak great words against the Most High and try to wear out the sinks of the Most High, and they will think to change the times and the laws. Amen. And this is what we're starting to see, that the times and laws are trying to be messed with and try to be changed. Amen. Because they're saying this is a new day, this is a new time, Amen. But Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's not going to be a new commandment. It's not going to be a new law. Amen. It's already been given. Amen. And God said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not pass away. There's not going to be any new commandment. Amen. Now look at John chapter number 15. The Gospel of John, chapter 15, and we're going to start with verse 9 through 12, and then we'll drop down to 17. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you, continue you, in my love. Amen. Amen. Continue you in my love. Greater love have no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for a friend. Amen. If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken to you that my joy might remain in you, and your joy might be full. Amen. Fullness of joy, Peter says. Amen. When you read First Peter 1, in his presence uh, is joy. Amen. You want to have joy unspeakable and full of glory. The psalmist says in Psalm 1611, in his presence is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there is pleasures forevermore. Amen. So we got to have this joy in us. So continue in the love of God. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Amen. Verse 17. These things have I commanded you that you love one another. Amen. So so there's not going to be a new command. You've got to learn to love the way God is telling us to love one another. Amen. And his commandments are not grievous. Jesus says in John 13:35, "By this shall all men know you are my disciples if you have love one unto another." Amen because the commands are love your neighbor as yourself the golden rule Matthew 7:12 do unto others as you would have them to do unto you so we got to understand that they're pleading with us they're begging us they're asking us to keep the commandments to live the commandments, to walk according to God's commandments, because this is important to us, the love of God. If God is in me and God loves me, then I shall love one another. Amen. This is the answer to racism, if you want to talk about it, in the world today, is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Once the gospel is into your life, it brings about changes. Nothing else is going to change you. Amen. You can go to all the councils. You can go to anybody you want to. Nothing is going to change you like the gospel of Jesus Christ. Once God enters in, once you allow him to get in, amen, and allow Him to work uh, in your life, and you become a doer of God's Word, and not just a hearer of God's Word, your deeds will be blessed. Uh, And Jesus says in John 8, 32, and you shall know the truth, uh, and the truth shall make you free. Amen. You will be delivered from the things you're bound with, the things that's plaguing you, because the love of God gets inside of you. God gets inside of you, and once God gets inside of you and you start walking according to God's word and living according to God's word you will see that you start loving other people this is what James is saying and James 289 if you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself you do well but if you have respect to persons you're convinced as a transgressor amen and the ways of a transgressor is hard It's all about the love of God, John says. Love and truth. Both of those things are Jesus Christ. I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. Amen. God is love. 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 through 12. 1 John. Back up a little bit here to the old first epistle. Chapter 4. We're going to start at verse 7 through verse 12. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Do you know God? It's not hard to determine if you know God or not. (laughs) You ain't loving people, you don't know God. Because God is love. Amen. You can figure it out. It's real easy. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And this was manifest the love of God towards us, because that God sent his only begotten Son in the world that we might live through him. Herein is love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation or the atonement for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. No man have seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us, and His love is perfected or made complete or matured and made whole in our lives. Amen. So if we're going to change, then we've got to have love. Loving God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and our neighbors as ourselves. Amen. We're as Thompson says in 119 verse 9, shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. Jesus says in John 15:3, Now you're cleansed through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear for fruit except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branch. And without me, you can do nothing. Amen. You have got to allow the love of God to reign in your heart. Get all of God in you. You can't pick and choose him. You got to take all of him. That's why when he broke the bread and the the cup, he says, take, eat ye all of it. Not just take a little nibble. (laughs) You got to eat it all. Every bit of it. You got to take all of this. You can't go through say, Well, I don't like that scripture. It don't apply to me. No, 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 don't work that way. You got to take it all. It's for you. That's one you don't think is for you. That's why that's why you think it's not for you. Cuz it's for you. <laughs> that's what I found out for me. Amen. See, God knows our heart. He knows what's there. Amen. So we have to obey the word of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 Paul, after talking about the gifts of the Spirit, amen, he comes out at the end there, he says, I want to show you a more excellent way. He says, I want to bring you to a more excellent understanding of God's way. Verse 13, chapter 13, excuse me, starting at verse 1, he says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity or love, I am become a sounding brass and... Tinkling symbols. In other words, all I'm doing, if I'm speaking in tongues constantly like a Chinese fireman, uh, I shouldn't say that. But, you know, the fire guys in Asia, the man, when they would show up, you know, half the stuff they'd be saying, I have no clue what they were saying. You know, because they were speaking in their native tongue. So Paul says, if you're speaking in tongues and you just don't have love, it's all you doing, making noise. See, because when the Holy Ghost is present in you, love better be there or else you're fake as as a $3 bill. (laughs) See, you've got to understand. Verse 2. Although I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mystery and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove a mountain and have not love, I am nothing. I'm nobody, he says. Verse 3. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profited me nothing. Charity is patient or long-suffering. Charity is kind. Charity is not jealous or envious. Not charity does is not boastful. Is not behave uh, itself. Is not puffed up. Does not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Think no evil. Rejoice not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. It bears all things. It believeth all things. It hopeth all things. It endures all things. Charity never faileth. But where there be prophecy, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even also as I am known, and now abided faith, hope, charity, these three. But the greatest is love, because God is love. See, the greatest is love. Amen. And so therefore, amen, we have to realize the value and the importance of walking in love. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. See, the flesh is going to want to try to divide you. The flesh is going to try to make you not do what God is asking of us to do. So John is saying here, I'm not going to give you a new commandment because you already had of it from the beginning. Love. Love God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of God. Look at Ecclesiastes 9, 12, verse 9. Ecclesiastics 12, verse 9. Can you get that? Matt beat me to it. 12 13 good 13 real quick 13 let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter what's the conclusion fear god and keep his commandments But this is the whole duty of man. Respect God, love him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and keep his commandments. That's the whole duty. That's the only thing he's requiring of us to do. Love him, respect him, and keep his commandments. And if we love him, he says, you'll keep my commandments. Because they're not grievous. They're not hard. All he says is just love me and love your neighbor as yourself. The golden rule. If you apply the golden rule, your life is going to be okay. You treat people the way you want to be treated. You act like you want to be treated. You you do the things to other people the way that you want them to do to you. That's not hard. As Paul says in Ephesians, no man ever hated his own body. He nurtures it. He cares for it well some people <laughs> but you, but you got to realize here he wants us to understand this love thing that he's trying to bring us through here amen so the only way we're going to change is if we get God's love deep in us get it rooted get the word of God deep down in you you have Christ in you which is the hope of glory now notice what John says here at the end of verse 6, amen, and 2nd uh, John. He says, And this is love that we walk after his commandments. This is his commandment that as you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. Amen. Are you walking in his commandments? Are you walking in his word? Are you walking according to the instructions that God has given you? Paul told Timothy, says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, and instructions in righteousness, that the man of God shall be perfect, thoroughly furnished, Unto all good works. So we've got to learn how to walk. We've got to learn how to walk according to God's word. We have to become doers of God's word. And not just hearers only. James says if you look into the perfect law of liberty. And you continue therein. And you be not a forgetful hearer but a doer of God's words, Your deeds are going to be blessed. See. The Word of God is designed to teach us how to walk. Order my steps in thy Word, O God, the psalmist says. Thy Word is a lamp. It is a light to my feet and my pathway. I can't walk without understanding God's direction and God's way. If there are any way other than that, I'm leaning to my own understanding. David says in Psalms 1, Blessed is the man that what walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the ways of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree which is planted by the waters, which shall bring forth his fruit and his season, and whatsoever thing he doeth shall prosper. Amen. Now notice his fruit. What is his fruit? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance against such There is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, Paul says, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another and envying one another. See, so if I am dead in Christ, Notice what Paul says in Romans 6. If I have been planted together in the likeness of his death, I should be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Amen. He rose to walk in newness of life. I rise to walk in newness of life. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. So I should be walking, John says here, according to the commandments. Amen. And this is love that we walk after His commandments. (laughs) Praise God. We've got to learn how to walk. Love means doing what God has commanded us. And he has commanded us to love one another. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, he says, examine yourselves. Prove your own selves. Know you're not that Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. But I trust that you know that you're not a reprobate. 2 Corinthians 13, 5 and 6. See, examine yourself. Are you walking? See, to, to examine yourself is search yourself. <laughs> Look at yourself. Ask yourself, do I love God with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength? How often do you do that? Do you love your neighbor? Do you love others as yourself? That's the measuring stick. The Word of God. See, if you take the word of God and measure your life by it, you can see if you are lying or not. It's not hard. It's a, it's a mirror. <laughs> That's what the word of God is. So you, me- you measure yourself by the word of God. You know, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? If not, change. That's all you got to do. See, we got to walk after the commandments. (laughs) Love, love, love. If you love God, what do you say? Keep my commandments. See, if I love the Word of God, if I say I love God, I got to love the Word because He's the Word. (laughs) See? So, So I have to practice... In the habit of doing what God is asking me to do here. It's not hard to serve God. You know why most people don't serve God and they struggle with the walk with God? They made up their mind. That's like when you make up your mind, you can do a a whole bunch of things that you did not think you could do. If you purpose, I'm not going to quit, you'll make it. You'll learn a whole lot of stuff in the process. But most people they hit one hurdle, knock the hurdle over, I ain't gonna jump no more high hurdles. They quit. You know. And you're never gonna be a high hurdle. Here. You know? You you've got to learn how to do things. See? You have to keep going. Yeah, you're going to get knocked down. Yeah, you're going to get embarrassed. Things are going to happen in your life. But you know what the scripture says? A just man falls seven times. He gets up. You don't become a prize winner boxing (laughs) but laying on the floor. You know, they're trying everything in their power to get up. You know, if they figure if they can get up, and get to their corner and get it some get some refreshing they can get back in the fight and have a chance to win the same way with us sometimes you're going to get knocked down only a fool stay down now sometimes it might be good to stay down you know cuz you can learn some lessons when you stay down sometimes, you know Maybe sometimes you just need to stay down there for a while, but then you need to get up. Jesus stayed down for three days, right? Two days rather than the third day he got up. See? Amen. Let's move on here. So we need to examine ourselves according to the word of God. Paul says in Philippians 2, he says, If there be any consolation in Christ, if there be any comfort of love, if there be any fellowship of the Spirit, if there be any bowels of mercies, fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having what? The same love. Being in one accord in one mind. Do you have the same love? Well, ho, 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 ho. Why don't you have the same love? Uh, are we not? Apostolic? Did we not get baptized in Jesus' name? Did we not get the Holy Ghost, the evidence of speaking in tongues? Do But to us, there is but one God Jesus. Right? So why don't we have the same love? Hmm. Hello, we supposed to have the same thing. They all had the same thing. <laughs> the, the, the early church came out, they all had the same thing. Jude says in verse 3, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and to exalt you that you shall continue for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. They all had the same thing. Amen. Put that scripture back up there one minute. Notice, having the same love, loving God and loving each other. We have to be controlled by love. And his love is the commandments are not grievous, being a one cord and one mind. Amen. We got to have the same mind as each other. I beseech you by the mercies of God that you present your bodies as living sacrifices holy and acceptable unto God which is reasonable service and be not conformed to the world but be transformed by renewing this See? your thoughts your thoughts you got to think differently you can't Think the same old way and expect to follow God's ways and to walk in his word and to walk in his commandments and to walk in his pathway. What does he say in Isaiah 55? My thoughts are not your thoughts and neither are my ways your ways. See, we've got to have the same love. Amen. Amen. So we've got to get this thing right. It's not hard to love. Measure yourself by the Word of God. If you love God, love His Word. If you love God, love His ways. If you love God, love His truth. If you love God, love His people. That's what it's all about. God commands us to love and to walk in that new life that he has given unto us. Amen. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. For God so loved. And if he loved, beloved, we ought to love also. Amen. Praise God. So are we obeying the word? Are we obeying what God says? Are we quick to judge others? Huh? Are we quick to judge the sinners? But yet we are not walking according to God's ways. Hmm, be sure your sin will find you out. See, if I'ma tell the sinner he's wrong, you better believe I'm better be right. See, I've got to fulfill the whole duty. That's the whole duty of man. <laughs> Love God. And keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. Praise God. Amen. Well, we want to take a short break here this morning. Amen. Amen. Father, we praise you. We love you. We exalt you, Jesus, again this morning. God, for your grace, for your mercy, for your kindness and your word this morning. Oh, God, we thank you your love and kindness towards us God let us continue to love and follow your ways and your pattern that you have established before us in Jesus name, Amen